For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Third down and two. There's the snap. Fake to Judkins. Pass over the middle. Pre-scored is all by himself. Catches it at the five. Takes it to the house. Touchdown, Ole Miss. Presentation of the Believe Podcast Network. It's time for the Believe in Ole Miss Podcast with your host, Brad Logan, your home for Ole Miss Sports. To be a part of the show, email the show at Brad.logan at Loganmedianetwork.com or shoot him a DM on Twitter at Brad Logan C O T E. Download the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. Please subscribe, rate, and leave a review online. And now, from the vault to the pavilion to Swayze Field, it's all Ole Miss all the time. Here's your host, Brad Logan. And welcome in the Believe in Ole Miss podcast, a part of the Believe Network. Thankful for our sponsors today. Bet online, bet online where the game starts. Our good friend Debbie Johnson of Debbie Johnson Realty. She's, of course, a part of that Kessinger real estate family. She's our real estate agent on the Believe in Ole Miss podcast. She can be yours today. Also thankful for our sponsorship with the Rogue, the Rogue down in Jackson, Mississippi, right off of uh, right off of I fifty five. They've got all that you could imagine that you would need from a men's collegiate and a men's formal collection. Also thankful for our sponsorship with the College Corner Store, located right off of Fisk Avenue, right there in Oxford, or online as well at the College Corner Store. A big day yesterday in recruiting. All of that is, of course, at Inside the Rebels, an affiliate of 24-7 Sports. That's at uh, reps247.com. You can get a full rundown of everyone that committed from the JUCO level all the way down to the high school level. And today I wanted to do something a little bit different. I had a chance to cover the William Eccles signing day ceremony, and I had a chance to visit with some of his family, and uh, specifically his mom. And so I wanted to uh, let you guys uh, listen in on the full interview that I had with uh, Regina Eccles. And it was really cool to listen to her talk about Ole Miss and about the recruitment of her son. And also we'll let you uh, hear the full interview with uh, her son that we had, uh, and uh, that'll be in its entirety here on the Believe It Ole Miss podcast that, uh, that we took uh, yesterday on signing day. So, uh, interview with Regina and, of course, the four-star uh, offensive tackle slash defensive lineman William Eccles out of Houston, Mississippi High School. The number one player in Mississippi. That's what 247 has him ranked now. Uh, he really uh, really had a huge, uh, huge year and uh, took Houston to the North Half Championship before they were defeated by, I think, one of the best teams in the state of Mississippi, the Louisville, Louisville Wildcats under Coach Tyrone Shorter that would eventually win the state championship. Houston had a huge year. Uh, Coach uh, Dampier, uh, great pedigree. 
And uh, we'll also hear a little bit from Coach Dampier as well about how much uh, he enjoyed coaching William Eckle. So, ton of recruiting information. You can get all of that. By the way, we recorded with David Johnson of the Red and Blue Crew uh, podcast. That's, of course, loaded as well. If you don't uh, listen to that uh, show, that's much more in-depth about recruiting. This one's a little bit more human interest, uh, you know, not quite as in the weeds as as the Red and Blue Crew podcast. So, I think that's uh, having a little bit of a different element uh, coming to you differently. But uh, you can get all the ins and outs of recruiting class there. Here, we want to focus in a little bit on the – William Eccles recruiting out of Houston, Mississippi High School, and we'll have all of that information for you coming up. Great interviews. Second half of the show, uh, we'll hear from uh, Ole Miss head coach Lane Kiffin, a post-signing day press conference as he met with the media yesterday. Uh, we'll give you all of that information. You'll hear their entire interview, and then uh, we'll turn the page after this week. And the next time we'll hear, uh, you'll hear from us here on the Believe in Ole Miss podcast, we'll be talking about Penn State. Had a great interview uh, with the good folks at the uh, Believe Network slash Penn State, uh, Penn State podcast. So that will be coming to you as well. But we do appreciate you and uh, appreciate you being part of the uh, Logan Media Network and everything we're doing here. And once again, we'll come to you from Atlanta on Friday. We'll have videos. We'll have audio content. Game day, we'll have pregame video, postgame video, and then a podcast as well. Uh, the Red and Blue crew will be uh, there as well. So we'll be doing some um, podcasting there for them with David Johnson and I. Uh, yeah, it's just it's a fun time to be an Ole Miss Rebel. Had a big celebration at uh, in Oxford last night. Uh, David Johnson of Inside the Rebels put it together. And God, I think we had close to 200 people and had some great speakers. Had Deion Smith. Had Alex Falk, uh, coach for Ole Miss. Uh, gosh, we had uh, Jared Ivey was there. Um, of course, David and, and Jared Redding, and then myself, and uh, had a huge, huge crowd. And Deion Smith, Shea Hodge, big crowd, and had a chance to visit with all those uh, all those folks. And everybody was really excited about the recruiting class. I think what Lane Kiffin has done, Pete Golding, and you'll hear from Regina Eccles in a moment of how much she thinks of of Lane Kiffin and Pete Golding, and uh, also William Eccles about his relationship with the current recruits coming in. It's a great time to be an Ole Miss Rebel. Let's hear from the entire Eccles family as you listen to the Believe in Ole Miss podcast, a part of the Believe Network. Here is Regina Eccles, mom of four-star William Eccles. He is hotty toddy. So tell me a little bit about his decision. I know you've got some uh, some family that are at Oxford now, right? Yeah, my oldest daughter is a senior. Um, she'll graduate in May. Will and his twin sister will be attending next fall. So we um we rich in Oxford. What, what type of decision did it go into having family already in Oxford for, for Will deciding Ole Miss? Well, my daughter... Um, when when she why she's there, she said, "Mama, it just feel like home. I don't worry about her. I mean, she's safe, she's good. She know everybody on campus. Everybody been good to her, and so it just felt right to be at home, you know. And when we went and started visiting, like, cause I didn't go when she went like that. She's just, you know, academic. But I've been going so much. Everybody has treated us so nice. Never changed up. What they said day one is still today, and so um, it just was home. It was home." You and I talked before the event. I know Alabama made a push. Auburn made a push. Mm-hmm. Tell us why that uh, you guys decided to stick with your commitment to Ole Miss. I try to teach my children when you make your mind up, 
make your mind up. Don't make a quick decision, but when you make it up, stand on your word. And um, we made that decision July 1st to go at Ole Miss. Um, we visited those schools before. Auburn offered, but Alabama didn't offer until late. Um, it was good now. It, it was a good offer. They were real nice and everything. But I said, Will, if your heart is where it all miss, stand on your word and stick with it. I said, go where you felt like you wanted, needed, and this is what's going to work out. This is kind of a Mississippi State hotbed here, not too far from Starkville. Uh, what was the thought process in choosing the Rebels over the Bulldogs? The Rebels made us feel at home. They never let him doubt that they needed him or wanted him. Um, the whole time, the whole process, they they never changed up. They they was consistent. Consistency means a lot. How important is it, do you think, for you guys to play in Mississippi and represent the home state? You know, I had a chance to visit with Will a moment ago. He was one of the fasting rising stars in the 247 class for this year, but really in history because he went from a low three-star to a high four-star and just catapulted top player in the state of Mississippi. How cool was that, and how cool is it that now he's going to play for the hometown Rebels and play in the state of Mississippi? Yeah, it's crazy. It happened so fast. Um, it just means something when you can stand right here and play in front of people that help with your decision, help with your um coming up you know what I'm saying he got a big fan base I mean his village is humongous and he wants to be where any and everybody that want to come see him play can come see him play so being at home right here it makes a difference that's just how he is did you get a chance to meet Lane Kiffin and what was your thought process for Coach Kiffin and how he recruited uh, your son? Uh, we met with Coach Kiffin a lot. And the first time we met him, you know, we, he was sort of reserved and we were too. <laughs> to now when I see him, he come with open arms because he know I'm a hugger. Yeah. So he ready for the hug. He is phenomenal. He has really stayed with us, talked to us, never let us doubt that he wanted us. Another key component in that Ole Miss defense is defensive line coach Joyner and, of course, defensive coordinator Pete Golding. I know they were paramount in the recruiting uh, for Will. Yeah, they they were. Um, I met Coach Joyner first, and he stayed with us, and then Coach Pete just came on in. Man, he down to earth, real. You know, he talked like I talk. So that sort of make me feel like we on the same level with it. Um, I feel like we got the best – components for Will to be successful. Um, Coach Jordan is on top of it. He on him personal as a man besides athletic wise. He want to see him grow all over which I know all of them do but he's that component. Coach Pete is Alabama at Ole Miss. Defensive coordinator. You can't do no battle for a defensive player. So, yeah, it's good. Looking at that 24 season, by the way, looking to be huge with the amount of transfer portal talent coming in, not to mention the high school talent we're learning about today. What are you looking forward to mostly uh, when you're when you're heading up to Oxford to watch the Rebels play next fall? You know, I talked with Will. He said he wants to be freshman All-American. What are you expecting to find out when you when you walk inside Vault Hemingway Stadium? I'm expecting to see Will out there doing what he need to do to be freshman All-American because he said he was going to be Mr. 4A at the beginning of the season, and he did it. And um, the rest, other accolades just done fell in, you know, with it. But um, that he, he made that determination and said that's what he was going for, and he, and he accomplished it. So he's already said, he told Coach Jordan he's going to be freshman All-American. So get what? I'm looking to see it.
And thanks to Regina Eccles for joining us. That was great. I, I think the stuff that she said about Ole Miss and and how much she appreciates the opportunity for both uh, her son and her daughter to be a part of that Ole Miss class and uh, to be a student at Ole Miss. And I think that says a lot about her. And uh, I think all Ole Miss fans are going to be excited about having, having super fan of the stands, Regina Eccles. It, it was cool to hear from Coach Dampier as well. He took Houston, the Hilltoppers, to a great season. And he had this to say about William Eccles. Uh, well, Will's phenomenal. I mean, there's nothing he can't do uh, on the offensive defensive line. He, he, uh, the ceiling is, uh, is really high for him. He did both for us. So, he's going to go concentrate on playing defensive line. Um, you know, there's no telling how much better he can, he can get doing that. His feet are exceptional. And his football IQ is really, really high. Um, and uh, you get a lot of guys that are smart and they can do this and that, but his football IQ and savviness is second to none. So uh, that alone is going to give him a chance to play early, and uh, I can't wait to see him see him thrive playing one side of the ball. Any, any comps from people you've seen or you've coached that we, that we could uh, put him towards? You know, it's hard to tell. Uh, recently became number one player um, in the state on 247, so uh, I think he's kind of in a league of his own, I, you know. Uh, would be fortunate to get another one like him. I don't know if we ever will. He's uh, he's as good as a as good as there is. Uh, he's just so versatile. He can do so many different things. Most time, those guys are one side of the ball, um, you know, only defensive line or offensive line, and he did both. And that just rarely happens. So uh, I think he's kind of in a league of his own there. And um, you know, once he gets in college and dedicates himself to one side of the ball, um, you know, maybe it'll tell that a little bit more. But uh, I think he's in a league of his own. So this year, over the last twelve months. He's in a five percentile of players that jump from a yeah. low to mid three star to a very yeah. high four star. What did yeah. you see this season that the evaluators saw that made him jump so much? It's just kind of an incredible jump for him. Uh, well, I mean, he so he'd been playing a lot of offensive line. I think people had put him in an offensive line group, and then uh, he'd been playing defensive line, but but played even more this year than he had, and uh, he played all night. And I think just seeing the ability that he could do both. Uh, means he fits in a lot of systems. Uh, for us, he played inside and outside, and uh, the sky's the limit. I think he can play guard, he can play tackle, he can play center, he can play defensive tackle, he can play three technique, he can play the one technique. So I think the versatility alone um, is a lot of what that what that comes from. And then his feet are exceptional. Um, and I think as he continued uh, through the season to stack up against the other guys, he just kept rising to the top, uh, And uh, which we've been, once I got here four years ago, uh, I remember talking to college coaches then, saying, "Now this 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 guy, like this is the one," and uh, and he's just continued to prove that. Did you have any conversations with the Ole Miss coaching staff, and, and what do you think they're thinking right now when they get that pen to paper? Oh, I, they're they're excited, they're ecstatic. I mean, this isn't this isn't just a, he just going to Ole Miss. I mean, everybody in the Southeastern Conference wanted him, um, and Alabama was on him harder than anybody down the stretch here. So to to hold them off and uh, Ole Miss to get him is huge. Um, you know, there was a time we, we didn't know we didn't know what would happen. So uh, they're ecstatic. Uh, I know they can't wait to get and use him. And again, the sky's the limit because he, he's played so much for us. Um, in the All Star game last week, he only played defense. He probably could have played three more games um, as conditioned as he is. So uh, you know, I mean, he, he's he's clay for them to mold, and um, uh, they can't be more happier than uh, as saddened as I am. <laughs> they're, they're ecstatic. So. so no doubt he's worthy of that All American. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I think. How if it, cool was that to, to see that? Yeah, well, that's, that's huge for him to see him to get that invite. Uh, 
But I, I, we've been saying the whole time, if he's not a five-star, who is? Because if there's better players out there than him, then uh, they're exceptional. So um, he's been that way the whole time, and uh, we just couldn't be happier for, for that uh, invitation and uh, to see him continue the next level. What did it mean to you to kind of be able to coach him? Uh, well, he's made me a lot better coach. Um, so, you know, you get good players, you become a better coach. So, uh, but he, he's a great kid, and, uh, you know, we developed a bond and hopefully a friendship that will continue. So just being able to get to see him go play at the next level um, and be able to follow his career will be big. And that was Houston High School head coach uh, Baylor Dampier. And, and if you're wondering if that name sounds familiar, well, it should. The name Dampier has been all over North Mississippi for a number of years. And uh, thanks to Coach Dampier, the head coach at Houston High School, for joining uh, joining me yesterday. And the remarks he made are should not be surprising to you if you followed recruiting or if you followed Ole Miss. Uh, William Eccles is going to be an absolute talent. Here's four-star William Eccles from Houston High School, a signee of the Ole Miss Rebels. <laughs> Ole Miss. So, um, it's been a good day for me. Yeah, man. Um, why Ole Miss? I chose Ole Miss just because the people, like, like this summer, past summer, when I was talking recruited by them, I was getting, I was going up there like every weekend, every, like every, every time I went, it was like a better, I had a better experience every time. So um, that's really why I chose Ole Miss. Sweet, did they? Um, I, I know you've dominated on both ends of the line here, obviously. Um, do you know where you're playing with them? Uh, I'll be playing D line. D line. Okay, cool. Is that like a preference for you to, to play on that side instead? Uh, I mean, yes, sir. I mean, I, I like. I like him the quarterback, so uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm play D line, yes sir. What uh, I guess what was kind of I, I know you said you were comfortable there, but what was like the overwhelming like deciding factor of why you when you realized okay like Ole Miss this is the place for me definitely. Well, like when it comes down to recruiting, it like you got to go where you feel most like more more comfortable and like where you got to go where you want to be at. And uh, that place for me was Ole Miss because like I'd have been there a lot of times. I mean, it's not far from home. Like maybe like most like an hour from home. So, I mean, I'm right here. Like, I mean, it's kind of like a home, but from home. So, it really just like going where I feel more comfortable at. What's uh, Houston football mean to you? Oh, I mean, I've been the top of my whole life. So, I mean, it mean it means more than I could ever imagine just uh, putting that top across my chest and uh, putting on for my city. Sure, man. And uh, how did Houston kind of prepare you to play, you know, with the big boys in the SEC? Uh, <laughs> I mean, like I said, um, uh, just uh, every summer, working out, working out, and everything. I mean, putting working in with Reggie Buchanan. Yeah, I mean, like I said, he always told us uh, if it was easy, everybody wouldn't do. Everybody wouldn't be doing it. So uh, everybody would be doing. It, I'm tripping. But uh, and uh, you know, just uh, always standing out here, making us work hard every day, and everything like that. What are you gonna miss the most about Houston? Uh, the most about Houston, I miss probably uh, probably running out the tunnel with the kids. And everything coming, because um, it's like I was there at one point in time, and just to see how I done grew and became the person I am today, it just um, that's probably what I miss the most. Yes, and then um, for you to get invited to the All American Bowl, just how that feel? I mean, it feels great. I mean, I'm finally get the getting the recognition I deserve, and um, I mean, it feels good seeing all my hard work pay off. Yeah, and I think 24-7 has you as the top uh, recruit overall in the state of Mississippi. So yeah, how do you feel about that? I mean, I feel good. <laughs> I mean, I feel good. I know some great players in our state. And um, just to be just to be even on there is a, is a blessing. And uh, I just thank God for that. And what all are you doing to get ready for the All-American Bowl? We putting that work in there. We putting that work in there today. You no, know, uh, the game's January 6th. I think I leave on the 1st. 
So, uh, yeah, I mean, as a matter of fact, I got done with the workout before I came here in the morning. I, I had did a 6 a.m. workout. So, um, I mean, just continue working and keep keep doing what I doing what I was doing to get me here in this position. If you can, take us through the recruiting process. You start out three-star, four-star top player in Mississippi. The ratings, um, 247 come out just like you pointed out. Now you're the top player in the state. Take us through the recruiting uh, and why you chose Ole Miss and who came in uh, over the last couple of weeks, maybe a couple of months, that came in to try to try to get you to switch that pledge from Ole Miss. Um, well, going from a three-star to a four-star, I mean, it's really just all God's doing. I mean, I, I can only control what I can control. And I can't control the rankings, the rankings, but what I can control is my effort and my attitude or what I do on the field every time I step on it. So um, just, keeping that tip of, just keeping that tip on my shoulder every time I step on the field and just knowing that it's people out here just down me and don't think I, that I'm one of the best players in the state. And uh, with the Ole Miss thing, like coming to Ole Miss, uh, like I said, it was just going where I felt more, com more comfortable at. And um, like over these past couple of weeks, like, I mean, Bama was still on me hard and Auburn. So them probably was the two schools that was um, – Next up. What made you decide Ole Miss? Uh, after, after it's all said and done, uh, what made you decide that Lane Kiffin and Ole Miss was your decision in your school's choice? Um, really just um, trusting in Coach Golden and Coach Joyner to uh, get me developed and, turn, and get me to the next level, which is the NFL. you got a lot of family that have Ole Miss ties. Uh, sister that I believe your mom said just, just graduated, uh, maybe a younger sister going there. How much did that play into a factor of your decision for playing at Ole Miss? Uh, man, it, it was a big factor. Like my my my, uh, my big sister, she graduated in May, and I got a twin sister that's coming over Miss with me. So, uh, man, yeah, it played a big factor. Coach Golding, defensive coordinator, you, you talked about him. Randall Joiner, uh, those are guys that, that were really hard in your recruiting. What was it like being recruited by those two guys? You know, with Coach Golding with that pedigree at, at Alabama, and of course a Mississippi guy uh, played at Delta State. Uh, tell, tell us a little bit about Coach Golding and Coach Joiner. Oh, Coach Joiner, he bring, I mean he bring the he bring the juice. I say because like every time I see him, he just he always on ten. And uh, Coach Petey, just like this is his uh, his pedigree at Alabama, like with all the defensive line he done had goes to the league. So like they kind of right there, it kind of helped me make my decisions. Who is that right there? How important was you to stay in the state of Mississippi and, and play for your home state uh, as a as a high school senior? I mean, it ain't it ain't not like putting on for the silk. So just staying in my home state, it, it means a lot to me because um you get you gonna get a, a way more you get, you gonna get way more love in state than you than you will out of state. So um I mean yeah, that's a big thing. You know, Ole Miss did a great job in the state of Mississippi recruiting this year. What who's who's some players that you've made relationships with and you're excited about playing with? Uh, I'm like, well, I'm cool. I'm like, I got close to everyone on like Patrick Broomfield, Jeffrey Rush, Cam Franklin. So I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm uh, I'm pretty close with all of them. Like, I just played with Cam, Cam and uh, Pat and Cam Beavers in the Alabama game versus Mississippi this past Saturday. So I got I got real close to them over the week. Now that you're officially an Ole Miss Rebel, what are your goals uh, when you become a Rebel and you get ready for fall camp for next year? What's some goals you got in mind? Um, one of my biggest goals when I get to Ole Miss is to, is to play, obviously, but to be a, um, a true freshman All-American. And you heard it. That's pretty lofty goals. Freshman All-American. I told you, Mackles, number one player in the state of Mississippi, according to 247 Sports. Wow. What a recruiting class for Ole Miss. Ole Miss uh, did a great job and uh, landed all of the players that uh, were committed. There were no flips and just absolutely dominated in the state of Mississippi. And, uh, yeah, big days ahead. 
a really good high school class, a really good JUCO class, and the transfer portal is wide open. Still waiting on a little movement in the transfer portal. We'll bring you all of that to Rebs247.com and affiliate of 247 Sports. Let's take a timeout. When we come back, we'll hear from Ole Miss head coach Lane Kiffin, the uh, post-signing day press conference right here on the Believe in Ole Miss podcast, a part of the Believe Network. Today's show is brought to you in part by Bet Online. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all of the latest odds, news, and sports developments for the NBA playoffs, Major League Baseball, fights, and NFL futures. Bet Online is your continued source for all sports wagering needs, including live betting and the fan favorite Vegas Casino and Poker Games. It's really easy to get started. Just head on over to the website, use your mobile device, and sign up today. Use our promo code Believe50, B-L-E-A-V 50, and receive your 50% welcome bonus in your first deposit. But online where the game starts. Today's show is brought to you in part by Realtor Debbie Aldison Johnson. If you're looking for a spot in the Oxford area or, quite frankly, anywhere in Mississippi, that is your go-to. Remember, real estate industry since 2003, looking for that special ag property, maybe a recreational property, maybe a commercial real estate property, or a new home. Uh, Debbie does a great job and can be your real estate agent today. Just contact her directly at 662-234-5555. Of course, that's a member of the Kessinger Real Estate family Estate.com and Debbie has been with them for quite a few years. If you need to get her directly, just dial her cell phone at 662-689-0090. Remember, your go-to for real estate, whether it be commercial, farm, or maybe you need that home. Maybe you need that second home in Oxford. You're looking maybe to relocate to Oxford. Part of the real estate family, the Kessinger Real Estate family. Debbie Johnson, your realtor, 662-234-5555. Or call her cell phone at 662-689-0090. Debbie Johnson. And a proud sponsor here on the Believe in Ole Miss podcast. The College Corner is headed to Oxford. Stop by their new location in the Oxford Commons off Sisk Avenue. They'll have 4,000 square feet of Rebel gear ready for your trip to the Grove. On your next trip to Oxford, stop by the College Corner or our other great locations in Ridgeland and Flowood. Hats, shirts, polos, pullovers, sweats, T-shirts. College Corner has it all. And as always, you can visit us online at collegecornerstore.com. That's collegecornerstore.com. The College Corner, where your game day apparel meets. If you're looking for the perfect game day outfit for the Grove, look no further than the Rogue in Jackson. Live in Oxford? No problem. Go to therogue.com and shop the collegiate section, and there you'll find Horn legend Peter Millar, the best selection of Rebel game day clothing, celebrating 56 years of business and a sponsor of the Grove Collective. When you're in Jackson, go by the Rogue, 4450 I-55 North in the capital city, an extensive collection of sports coats, suits, Shirts from brands like Peter Millar, Tom Beckby, Brax, Jack Victor, Mark Digman, and others. And when you stop by the store in Jackson, and that's where you'll see the best selection of Rebel Game Day clothing. That's the Rogue, 4450 I-55 North in Jackson. Go by and tell them that you heard about it on the Believe It Ole Miss podcast. Hi, 
This is Brad Logan. The Grove Collective's mission is to support, elevate, and protect the well-being of all our student-athletes through a wide range of NIL opportunities and initiatives at Ole Miss. The Collective was established to deliver a best-in-class NIL experience that is worthy of the student-athletes who give their all for Ole Miss. This consolidated and sustainable model provides premium access and experiences between our members, corporate partners, and our athletes. To support all Ole Miss athletes and their NIL platforms, visit thegrovecollective.com. That's the Grove collective.com join our team become a member today Exciting day. Um, a lot of things going on between practicing uh, as well, you know, for a major bowl and having signing day on the same day. So um, excited for you know so many players around the country that you know achieve their dream of making a college decision today. It's always a special day for all of them and their families. We're excited about the guys that are coming here. Uh, I want to credit our. Our staff, or really our whole building, uh, for putting a lot of work into all of these high school, portal, junior college players to be able to put uh, this many guys together it takes a lot of lot of work by a lot of people. So uh, very grateful to all all those that helped around here put together what I think on paper um, collection wise would easily be our best class we've signed uh, since we've been here. So. A lot of thanks um, to Walker Jones and the Grove Collective and our fans. You know, we said a while back, I think I said on an interview, kind of feel like the Green Bay Packers of college football uh, where our, you know, kind of our fans and our state kind of own our team. And I think they've really showed up and done a great job um, in a number of ways, including support during season in, in the stands, uh, highest attendance. Uh, for a season in the history of the school. So a lot of good things going on right now. Excited about that. Um, feel a little bit of, you know, around the country, maybe not quite as much buzz on signing day just because of the system the NCAA has created. I mean, as we look at, it's kind of a shame as we look at projections out and analytics, you know, uh, it's looking like it's headed a direction of 75% of all these kids that sign around the country today will end up in the portal and not uh, where they signed today. And the higher the rankings, the more stars, uh, the more apt they'll be in the portal at least once. So I think that's kind of unfortunate about the system, but it is what it is. I've said all along, um, it's a really poor system on all kinds of fronts, timing, scheduling. Um, you know, we haven't even finished our season and we're in free agency. So no, nowhere else would you ever have any sport that you put free agency before the postseason play. I mean, think of the NFL before the playoffs or the NBA started free agency and people could start um, taking players from rosters. So it's very unfortunate the way it is, but I've always said it's not complaining. We'll maximize the rules around it and put together the best rosters that we can.
I think there's always a lot of talk about the Grove Collective and NIL and all that stuff everywhere, but how much has your recruiting both in the portal and with high school guys benefited from winning? You guys have won 28 games over the last three years. Only Alabama and Georgia have won more in the league. How much has that helped you? A lot. Um, I think, as you guys know, I'm pretty realistic when I'm up here, you know, um, from the beginning that NIL and collectives are, are important in this. Um, you know, people used to say they weren't. Um, they are. But also, the other things are a factor, too. And I do think that um, our winning, as you said, the third most SEC wins since we've gotten here behind Georgia and Alabama, um, you know, shows kids a lot that you can come here and win. So I definitely feel that helps. I definitely feel now going into schools, living rooms, or college campuses nowadays <laughs> for players. Um, I think that there's a different feeling when we walk in at Ole Miss than it was when we got here. Different acceptance and different interest level. So you've got 12 of these guys are going to enroll uh, mid-year. Just how big is that extra time for young players? Yeah, it's great to get guys in our system. Um, this was our first year with our defensive system with Coach Golden coming over. So anytime you can get these guys um, more than ever because they're, a lot of them are portal players that are going to play significantly. Uh, especially defensively. So that, that's very important. Looking at this, but also just the success <clears throat> y'all have had in the portal, especially on defense, a lot of defensive backs, but defensive backs from the SEC that you may be familiar with. What Was there a strategy or has it just kind of happened to where those were the guys that were in there and that's who you talked to? No, I think that, you know, really we sat in a press conference to me in – this really started um, in Athens, Georgia. And I think you guys sensed my disappointment after that game and the way that I coached, um, but just some other things. And said, you know, hey, we're going to do everything in our power to change the way that we look, especially as a team, but especially defensively. And so we might not be very good, but we're going to look a lot better, um, you know, in our uniforms. And um, a lot of that was signing players that are already significant players in the SEC that we've seen play against these teams. Um, you know, because, you know, I kind of joke with you guys sometimes, you know, warm-ups don't look very good uh, that night. And um, that's nothing against our players and how hard they play. A lot of that is just size. And I don't, that's not a secret. Where we we have not been a very big team, especially defensively. We're a very short team, um, so um, I love our players. I love how hard they play, but um, length matters at times. Um, that's why the draft is drafted the way it is. So uh, we definitely have improved overall um, with significant players on offense, but really on defense, um, and a lot more players that uh, I think compete at a high level to give you a chance to be an elite defense in the SEC. Lane, having had, you know, a few cycles to gather data when it, when it comes to high school recruiting, have you changed or adapted or learned anything, um, you know, since the transfer portal? Is, do you have to do anything differently now that the transfer portal is also a factor? Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to give a, come up here and give our whole 
you know, studies and game plans to everything that we do. Um, just kind of like game day. So I think that we're pretty creative in those areas of research and analytics and studies. And, you know, you've heard us say, you know, not just creating or not just thinking outside the box, but creating a new box. And I think we really do that. You know, maybe someday if we explain why we do all this stuff, maybe it'll make more sense. But there, there's a lot into the breakdown of the high school players and the style of high school players that we take, um, the mentality of them, um, how they think. And I could be wrong. I just think that um, that's more important now, um, knowing that when things don't go exactly right, the other ones are going to go in the portal really fast. So then what do you have? And you really got nothing. And these collectives have played these money out for all these big star players. And a year from now, they're playing against you. P. Golding's been tweeting a lot of sharks uh, lately. Um, how, how important has he been in this effort to look like the team that you that you were talking about? Yeah, our whole staff's done a great job. Um, Pete um, has always been a really um, relentless recruiter. Uh, I think that you know when you get someone out of Alabama, it's easier for them to show that because at Alabama, it just always recruits at a high level, regardless of who's there, because uh, Coach does such a good job, and now it's so easy to recruit you know, to the amount of draft picks they've had. And um, so Pete's been unbelievable, uh, done a really good job improving our defense on the field. And now, because he really didn't have a last offseason, he got her late, you know, in order to do it. And his relationships with players, too, um, from previous recruiting went a long ways with some of these guys. So, like I said, maybe we won't, we won't very, be very good, but we'll look really good, um, you know, coming out of the tunnel. One year from right now, there'll be the, I think it's the first round of the 12-team playoff. A lot of your guys that have come back for another year have said that was one of the big reasons they came back. How much of both in the portal and with high school guys was, I know you talk about program building versus team building and vice versa, but how much of, of what you did was about going all in for next year to make that tournament? Yeah. I mean, some kind of joke like, uh, you know, like the last dance. So, um these guys that a lot of times wouldn't have come back, I think, you know, that when they get their grades kind of still go out, um, you know, middle type around grades and they still go normally. Um, and they stayed. So I think that that's a product of a number of things. I think that's a really cool locker room and culture that they have as players, you know, that they wanted to come back. They recruited each other to come back. Um, and almost all of them did. So that's very unique nowadays. And um, and also we have very few kids leaving the portal. You know, almost all of our kids, especially that play, you know, don't leave. So that, that's been, been really neat. And that's a huge credit um, to our assistant coaches for culture, strength coach, and, and to the players. What can you attribute? You look like you've, you've made more success each year with in-state recruiting, and this year you got early commitments, but then able to hold on to all of them today. And I think got five of the top eight or ten in-state uh, prospects. Just what what have you seen with y'all's system and recruiting in-state kids? Well, I think, like I said, with anything, there's combinations of things that go into that. Um, I think this was a really good year in-state of players, um, especially defensive linemen. So. Um, I don't know, you guys would know better than me. I don't really follow it that way, but I feel like it was the best in-state class of players or high-level players that since we've been here. Um, and certainly helps, 
you know, the different direction of the two state, two, you know, programs in state. So that, that always helps um, when one program's going one way and the other one's going the other. Lane, um, I'm sure you saw the, the transfer ruling um, about two times transfers that the NCAA just levied. Um, can can TJ can Dudley play in the uh, in the Peach Bowl? Uh, yes, all, all that we've been told um, that he has been confirmed that he can he can play in the bowl game. So that's really neat for him to have an opportunity to do that. I really think it should have been that way anyway because you know they changed a rule. I think once. These rosters got smaller for player protection of because um, there's so many guys going in the portal and rosters are down for bowl games. So whenever that was a couple of years ago, you know, they changed the rule that you could play and not burn a redshirt year, even if you've done four games. So it's basically saying this game, even if you're not really eligible, doesn't count against your year of eligibility. So before this rule, I'd been saying since the middle of the year, he should be able to play in the bowl game. But um, we had been told no until this ruling. So I'm very happy for him. follow up on that you might not have even looked into it yet but are you anticipating the multi-time transfer thing to become reality you know i'm not really anticipating because i don't control that i don't know what it is and so um and there's really nothing you do now because you got no idea what that's going to be the case i mean i said it at the beginning of whenever that was this, the fall camp when we go to the league uh, media days Feinbaum got mad at me for it. You know, when I said college football is in a disaster in this area, not in the area of all the other areas, but in this area of NIL transfer portal windows and not having it nailed at all. Like, look at what we're in now. We're in free agency in sports. Guys are changing teams and we haven't finished the season. There's still postseason going on. So, um, and we don't have tampering rules like the NFL. So um, to not think that doesn't happen during the season. So that, that's, not, that's not really good. And so that's why I said college football in that area is a disaster. So if you didn't think that was a disaster, get ready for one. So if now you can transfer multiple times, again, I love players' rights, okay, but now you're going to create a system, which doesn't happen anywhere, in sports that now you can go in and be a free agent at the end of every year, no matter whether you're at your second school. So every year, if you're happy and playing well, you go in anyway, because you want to go try to find more money. If you're not pleased, you leave. So, and the problem with that is halfway through the year, they start checking out because they know they can go in again. And obviously there's zero concern about graduation. So, um, you know, because kids, when they transfer, lose credits. And we're watching kids transfer now like six units away from graduation. They're going to lose a bunch of units and they still go anyway because that's how the system's set up, you know, to go to a different place. So it's that's not good at all. And, and my point on that I've said before is it makes no sense because – if in the NFL, the 32 first-round draft picks at the end of the season, if they had a chance to go into free agency and didn't have to have contracts or honor contracts, every one of them would go in because 
they'd go in to get more money somewhere else or they'd go in because they don't like how they're being used. So um, there's got to be a system where whether it's two or three years that you can sign multi-year contracts, um, you know, for players. Do you like this December signing period? I mean, like I was saying a minute ago, this date a year from now is the first round of the playoffs. So 12 teams are going to be getting ready for playoffs and trying to sign a class and stuff. Is it, does it need to be moved up, moved back? Yeah, it's not ideal at all. Um, I understand they do have difficulty with January school starting. So it's not like professional sports where you can just make windows wherever because kids got to get enrolled into the next school. But this is not ideal. Like I said, we're practicing today and coaches are like, have their cell phones out of practice, you know, because it's signing day. And um, so, or last night we're trying to game plan and people that have earlier bowl games are playing. And I've been part of that at a previous place I was at. So no, it's, it's not ideal. Um, and it was brought up at the league means for it to even be earlier. So at least it was done and knocked off and everybody's off the board because I do not know the analytics and percentage on this, but it certainly feels like over 90% of kids, there ain't a lot of secrets today. Like, they've been knowing where they were going. And that was Ole Miss head coach Lane Kiffin following a huge signing day as Ole Miss reeled in all of the recruits they were looking for and most importantly had no flips going to other schools. We'll have a full breakdown of the Peach Bowl coming up next week as we preview the Penn State Nittany Lions. It's Ole Miss and Penn State, who, by the way, it's been released. It is a sellout. Look forward to talking to you next week right here on the Believe It Ole Miss podcast, a part of the Believe Network. Listening to the Believe in Ole Miss podcast with your host, Brad Logan. Download the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. Please subscribe, rate, and leave a review online. Be sure and check us out on Twitter at Brad Logan COTE and at Believe Podcasts, as well as Facebook, Brad Logan Media. From the vault to the pavilion to Swayze Field, it's all Ole Miss all the time. This has been the Believe in Ole Miss podcast, a presentation of the Believe Podcast Network. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.